0: Hello everyone and welcome to Are you freaking serious? Well, this show today I'm almost embarrassed to do. Many of you know I graduated from college with my degree in economics and then went on to a, a career of many, many years on Wall Street. And when people ask me and say, "Well, what what did you do?" and I say, "Well, I was involved with money and I consider myself an economist." Unfortunately, right now, I'm a little embarrassed. And I'm a little embarrassed, not at myself, but I'm a little embarrassed at the people who call themselves economists. And it's gotten to the point where it's become ludicrous. It's gotten to the point where the old joke, when they asked the the guy who worked for the government, and in that instance, the economist, what do you need two and two to be? He said, without any hesitation, what do you need it to be? And that's the way I feel we are going right now. Now tomorrow, Wednesday, is the Federal Reserve meeting. And there is an expectation that they're going to be raising rates, oh, about 75 basis points. That's going to take the target range for the funds to a rate of two and a quarter to two and a half percent. That level is considered neutral. Now, there's not going to be any summary of economic projections, so they're going to be looking at the guidance that the FOMC provides for any future tightening increments. Current expectations well, September 50 basis points, and then in we get to November and December, they're looking for another 25 basis points, kind of sliding down. There is a 10% chance. That the market thinks that they'll have as much as a hundred basis point tomorrow, and that's probably not in the cards, however. Anything is possible with these characters that are out there. Now, I want to just give you a little bit of background on what's going on. I want to give you a little bit of history. As you all know that I am a historian, I love to study and see what's going on in in that particular uh, area to give us any indication of what goes on in the future. We need to go back to the late 70s, early 80s. An economist, the head of the Federal Reserve at that time, a gentleman by the name of Paul Volcker. And Volcker in the 80s, appointed under Ronald Reagan and Uh, was assigned to try to bring inflation under control. He's the guy that said he would take interest rates with inflation running in not just double digits, but at 20%. He took interest rates screamingly high. But he did something else. And I remember my grandfather was on Wall Street calling me up and said, okay, son, grandson, you're the economist. Tell me what you think about this new position taken by the Federal Reserve. And I said, well, I heard about it. It's called changing the rules of the game or how you describe a definition. You see, inflation at that point in time, which was screaming, was considered the increase in price of everything. All right, that's the outcome. We know that inflation is too much money chasing too few goods, and that's what was occurring. And so there was so much money being spent and borrowed and invested and spent, etc., that the Federal Reserve tried to slow it down by raising those interest rates. But inflation kept going higher and higher and higher. The prices kept going higher and higher and higher that they came out and they said, look, hmm, what are the two things that are doing this? It's Food and it's gasoline. So Volker said, well, what if we just don't count those two? What? People eat every day. People put gasoline in their car. What do you mean just don't count them? Oh, yeah. Let's call one thing um, core inflation, and then we'll call something else headline inflation. So headline inflation was everything. Core inflation was without the two main kickers, food and energy. My grandfather said, what do you think about this? And I said, well, they're trying to get the American public or they believe the American public is stupid. They're not going to buy this, I said. And he goes, my grandfather said to me, "Uh, grandson, they will buy it and it'll be there operating long after I'm gone. And I said to my grandfather, J.D., you're absolutely crazy. This thing will be over in a year or two. Well, here we are, 2022, and we're still talking about core inflation and we're still talking about headline inflation. So all Paul Volcker did was change kind of the rules of the game. Now, here you get someone else back in 2008, another head of the Federal Reserve, a guy by the name of Ben Bernanke. Ben Bernanke. Now, what's significant about Ben? Because Ben made the statement when he was asked about housing prices. He was asked by Maria Bartiromo on one of the CNBC shows, Do we have anything to concern ourselves about in falling house prices? He looked squarely in the camera and said to her, Maria, I'm the head of the Federal Reserve. I'm an economist. I'm an expert on the Depression. And, I have, and I'm here to tell you that house prices nationally will never go down. He says, I'm not saying that it can't be a little local situation where some houses are selling for more than others, but on a national basis, house prices can never go down. Now, that's a statement that Ben Bernanke to this day lives to regret. I think he lives to regret it. But, you know, uh, that kind of a statement and, of course, on the heels of the collapse in 2008 and 2009 of the housing market kind of made Ben, well, step back and say maybe he should have kept his mouth shut. Now, here we come along to Janet Yellen. And Janet Yellen, I think, is is fascinating because Janet Yellen most recently on television uh, this last Sunday talked about the uh, idea of what inflation is. That's correct. And Janet Yellen said that, um, let's see, two negative quarters of GDP growth. Now, that is the economic definition of inflation of a recession and when she talked about the recession not inflation excuse me she said we don't really have inflation she was a little bit mistaken of course all of them Powell and Yellen said it was going to be transitory only last for a few months of course that was wrong the word transitory I never thought meant it's going to go on forever but apparently it did but when we talk about recession because we are going to see that there will be two negative quarters of GDP. As a matter of fact, the Atlanta Fed is now projecting the, the U.S. economic growth for the second quarter is going to come in at negative 1.6 percent. That will be confirmation because last quarter, the first quarter, was negative. That'll make it two quarters in a row. That means we're not a approaching a recession, we're not anticipating a recession, we're in a recession. But Janet, you see, being a, the economist that she is, and uh, the former head of the Federal Reserve, but now who's the head of the Treasury, appointed by Biden, she said on television, let's see, two negative quarters of GDP growth, that's not the technical definition of recession. She said that's not the definition that we economists traditionally rely on. Really? It's always been the definition you've relied on until it's not very good. And so she's saying, well, this is, you know, this this is uh, this is kind of okay because we're in a transition period. Now, most recently, in the last day or so, setting ourselves up or setting the White House up for criticism when this recession, two negative quarters are announced tomorrow. This, another economics dude, who's the chief economic advisor to Biden in the White House, a 44-year-old young man, graduate of Yale named Brian Deese, he was quoting Janet Yellen. And he said, well, as Secretary Yellen said on Sunday, two negative quarters are not a technical definition of recession. And he said, we are in a transitioning mode, once again, echoing Yellen, but now Deese made his own statement. He said, we're in a historically strong recovery. We're in a period of stable and steady growth. And he said, when you get in a transition, the totality of the economic data with that type of transition into a stable and steady growth isn't consistent with a recession. So Don't concern yourself that we're in a recession because we're not. We've just changed the definition. Okay, so I'm saying, can I buy that? Should you buy that? Well, let's just take a look at a few numbers. I could go on forever and ever about what's happening out there, but let me just give you a couple of them that I think are significant. One, there was a survey that was just recently done across the country of small business owners in the United States. Catch this number. 51% of all small businesses believe that rising prices could, quote, force them to close their businesses within the next six months. I didn't say 5%. I said 51% of the survey. 45% in the same survey of all small businesses have already decided, decided to freeze the hiring of new workers. You are also starting to see the pink slips go out because the money's not being spent, unemployment is now starting to increase. And when we take a look at the number of Americans applying for jobless benefits, that's risen to its highest level in eight months. Oh, by the way, you know, the area that everybody wants to go into, hey, I'm gonna go to college, I'm gonna be a software developer, that's right, I'm gonna get into high tech. Well, I hate to tell it to you, But the employment postings for software development jobs, they've dropped off by more than 12% during the past four weeks. All the indicators are moving lower and lower and lower and lower. And so these are indicators showing us not only are we mistakenly approaching a recession We are in a recession, and yet we will hear what the White House has to say after tomorrow. They'll try to put lipstick on this pig, but the main factor is even if you change the definitions, even if you smile and say, no, this is not it, you and I know the average American, and oh, by the way, the average citizen of the world is suffering through all that we all are. We're all in this together, folks. I don't care whether you're in Germany, whether you're in the Philippines, whether you're in Chicago. This is a worldwide recession. And no matter how you change the definition, well, it still is what it is. It kind of takes me the fact of somebody said, I'm not sure whether I'm a boy or a girl today. It depends upon how I feel. On that one, I just had to laugh because that's consistent with changing the definitions. And the only thing I say to that is, are you freaking serious? Till next time, I'm Bill Tatro.